So this morning, kids, if you want to, if you don't have a Bible with you, get your, get your pew Bible out. It's on page 920. Uh, if you don't have a Bible with you, 920. And children, you, you need to think about this morning. God is speaking to you this morning. I'm not God, uh, but the Bible is God's word. And we know that God's word is God's message to us. It's, it's for all of us. It's God's word for all of us. But there are certain times when God talks to spe- uh, specific groups of people. And that's what he's doing this morning. We've, we've seen that husbands, and probably many of you here, children, I, I don't guess you're husbands. I still think we need to turn that down a little bit. It, it's, I'm getting a lot of feedback here. So, uh, but, but children, uh, this is talking directly to you. This is a message from God really want to encourage you uh, to, to consider the fact that the Bible is not just a book for grown-ups. It's, it's for you. Uh, and in particular, this text, this passage that we're going to look at this morning, God is singling you out. He's, he's talking directly to you. And so I want to encourage you with that this morning. Uh, so if you're a child here this morning, let me get you to do this. And this is the way I want to define a child. If you are still living at home with your, with your mom and dad, and they still are kind of in charge of you and tell you what to do, if you're, a, if you're a child, if you fit in that category, let me get you to do this this morning. Ra- raise your hand. All, all the children here, everybody, I'm not seeing a lot of raised hands here. Lift them up high. Okay, so this is what you need to understand. that What I'm going to talk about this morning, it's for you. This is God speaking to you. And so this is very important for you to listen uh, this morning. And as we look at this, uh, we're going to see that what God is telling you to do, God's main command for you uh, is this, that you are to obey your mom and dad. You're to obey your parents. Uh, This is a very important message. You know, as you grow up, you have a lot more responsibilities. You have a lot of other things, and God gives a lot more commands. But but this morning, for for children, those who are under the authority of your parents, uh, the main command that God gives to you kids is to obey your mom and your dad, to obey your parents. So let's read. It's Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse number 1. Children, see, it's, it's talking to you. It's addressing you. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. So one of the things that we want to see here, first of all, children, is that you are accountable to God for your behavior. You're accountable to God for your behavior. And I'm talking in a way, I'm trying to target maybe some of our younger kids, but I want all of you to understand, uh, If it doesn't matter if you're 7 or 17, if you still fit in that category under the authority of your parents, this message is directed to you this morning. And the first thing that we see is that God holds you accountable for your behavior. Since the Bible addresses you and it gives you a command, That means that God expects that you can understand what he's telling you to do and that he's going to hold you accountable for it. You you know what it means to be accountable, right? Uh, It means that you're responsible for your actions. So for younger children, you might think of this. Sometimes you might act up at school, right? And and you're, you're bad. You maybe don't listen to your teacher. Maybe you talk 
much in class, mean to another student or something like that. Uh, and when you get home, you realize that the, the teacher has, has called your parents. What does that mean? It means you're probably going to get in trouble. That's because you're accountable to your parents. You, you have to answer to your parents. So if you misbehave at school, you've got to give an account. You've got to explain what you did at school. That's because you're accountable to them. What this text is not just accountable to your parents, but you're also accountable in an even greater way. You're accountable to God. Just as you would have to give an answer to your parents if you misbehave, older, older kids, maybe you get out and you out with your friends, you're doing some things you shouldn't be doing. Uh, you, you've got to give an account to your parents when you get home. But listen, there's, there's an even greater accountability this morning. You have to give an account to God. And so this is very important. You will answer to God. God holds you accountable. He says in his word in Proverbs 20, verse 11, even a child makes himself known by his acts, by whether his conduct is pure and upright. God is saying there that he knows what you're like by the things that you do. So children, you don't get a pass just because you're young, just because you're little. That doesn't mean... That, that God doesn't hold you accountable. Teenagers this morning, maybe you think, well, I'm just a teenager. People don't really expect a whole lot of me. But listen, God expects something out of you this morning, and he will hold you accountable for your actions. Even a child is accountable. Even a child is known by the way that he acts. And now this accountability is a definite thing, okay? God, God knows everything. So some of you older kids, you might be getting pretty good at kind of keeping things from your parents. Guess what? I, I did that sometimes. Bon, Bonnie says that I, I'm pretty sneaky sometimes, and she says, I can't imagine uh, when, when you were a kid, and that's probably pretty true. I got to a certain age where I could get away with some things when I got older, and I could do some things that parents didn't know about, right? But listen, God knows all things. He sees all things. So you may be able to slip this by your teacher. You may be able to slip You need to know you will not slip anything by God. Listen to what God says in his word. In Psalm 33, verse 13, the Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. God is in, in heaven and he sees everyone. From his throne, he observes all who live on the earth. He made their hearts so he understands everything they do. Children, your parents may not know everything that you do this morning, but God does. He sees everything and he knows everything. In Hebrews 4.13, he says, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before his eyes to whom we must give an account. You have to give an account to God. And he knows everything. You won't be able to sneak it by him. And guess what else? Y your parents may not even hold you accountable. Your parents may just, just decide uh, that, that it's too much work to discipline you all the time. And they may just let you get away with things. But God will not be that way. Sometimes when I was a kid, when I was younger, I, I would maybe get in trouble at school or at, or at church. 
And uh, something would happen along the way. I think my parents sometimes would forget that I was supposed to get in trouble. Did anybody else that ever happen to you? You'd be praying, man, I hope they forget. They said when I got home, I'd be in trouble. And sometimes, they didn't always do this, but sometimes they would forget. I would be bad at church and Sunday school or something. The teacher would tell my parents. And by the time they got home, it had slipped their mind. They were on to other things. But listen, God doesn't forget anything. Children, God knows everything. He sees everything. He forgets nothing. And you will give an account to him. And so your parents may give you a pass. Your teachers may let you get away with things. But God will not. Every time, uh, every time you disrespect your parents, every time you roll your eyes, every time they tell you to do something and you refuse, every time you lie to them, every time you sneak and do something that they don't know, that they don't want you to be, to be doing, you may get away with it on, with them, but you will give an account to God. Romans 14, 12 says this, So then each one of us, every one of us, and that's not just adults, kids, that's you too, every one of us will give an account of himself to God. You will, you'll answer to God. Now, let me talk to you parents for a minute. Are, are you parents with me now? Let me make sure I got your attention this morning. Maybe you checked out this morning. We need to do away with the notion that our children are not accountable because they're immature. Oh, he's just a toddler, right? That's just the way toddlers are. Oh, man, he's just a seven-year-old boy. That's the way seven, eight-year-old boys, that's just the way they act. Well, he's just an adolescent. He's a teenager. You know the way teenagers... Well, he's just a college student. That's the way college students do. You see the problem there, don't you? At some point, you've got to hold them responsible and hold them accountable for their behavior. And if God holds them accountable for their behavior, if God is going to judge them on the basis of the things that they do, then you need to be for them as well. Here's what you're doing for your children. You're doing them a great disservice if you don't hold them accountable, even at a very young age, because you're ingraining in them a mindset that says, I can get away with whatever I want to get away with. God says that children are to be obedient to their parents, and if, if that's their responsibility, then you as parents have a responsibility to enforce that. And so you, you do them no service. Excuses don't, don't remove that accountability. It's true. Immaturity sometimes can help us understand why our children are doing the things that they're doing. Certainly, three-year-olds do things sometimes that three-year-olds do, but it doesn't remove the accountability. Four-year-olds, five-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 18-year-olds, right? Sometimes do the things that, that, uh, that 18-year-olds do. But it's our responsibility to, even though we understand that immaturity, it's our responsibility to hold them accountable and seek to bring them into submission, to, to seek to enforce uh, o- obedience. I understand for some of us that, that some children are more strong-willed than others. Most of our children so far have been fairly compliant. Some of you might be like, I know your kids. Uh, but, but most of ours, but, but Kate, our youngest one, uh, is, is got just a little more attitude. I don't know if it's because she's the youngest and because she's, she's babied, but none of our kids have ever laid down in the floor and thrown a fit. This, this is a first for us. The other day, Kate, we told her to do something and she just looks and she doesn't just fall down. I've seen kids do that, right? She gingerly gets down on the floor kind of softly and sits down. 
the floor and lays down and looks up at us like, what are you going to do about it? And uh, so already at this, at this stage, she's just over one year old, right? It's already a battle. Are we going to enforce that obedience or are we going to say she's only one year old, right? She's only a one year old. Uh, well, we understand she is a one-year-old, and, and our discipline process takes that into account. But already, we're trying, uh, we're trying by God's grace and with his help uh, to discipline her, to enforce that o- obedience. And we've got them from one-year-old one all the way up to an 18 or 19-year-old college student, and everywhere in between. And at every stage of the game, you've got to be teaching them and training them that there is a, a rule, there is an authority, and you need to submit to that. We're not perfect, and I don't want to hold myself up this morning as, as a perfect parent. We make plenty of mistakes, but I'm just saying to us parents, we need to enforce that. We need to be sure that we're not teaching our children that they don't have to obey us. We need to inf- impose our will upon them. Now, back to you children this morning. Children, the second thing that I want you to see, not only are you accountable to God, but listen, this morning, for those of you children who have believed in Jesus Christ, you're a Christian, uh, what you need to know this morning is that your obedience is for Jesus. Your obedience is for Jesus. It's not ultimately, first, or first of all, I would say, for your parents. It's for, it's for Jesus. Look at verse number one, kids. Do you have your Bible? Uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents. What's the next, what are the next words there? Children, obey your parents. Yeah. You got it? In the Lord. In the Lord. Now, when Apostle Paul uses words in the Lord, he's talking about Jesus Christ. And we're not going to go through all of that. Uh, to, to show you that, but, but you can take my word for that this morning. Most often when Paul uses the word Lord, he's talking about Jesus. And so when he tells you to obey your parents, he says, do it in the Lord. In other words, with, with the mindset that I'm not doing this for my parents, first of all, I'm doing this for Jesus. I, I'm doing it because that's what Jesus wants me to do. Now that word Lord, it is talking about Jesus, but it, me, it means master. It means someone who's a king, someone who is an authority. And so if, if, if Jesus this morning, kids, if you're a Christian, Jesus is your master. He's your Lord. He's your king. And that means if he commands something of you, if he commands you to do it, something, you, if you're a Christian... And, and only Christians do this, then you obey your master. Jesus is, is your master. So let me quote from an old dead theologian, and I'm going to paraphrase this. He says this. This is Charles Hodge. He says, Kids, you should obey your parents because this is what Jesus wants you to do, and he's your king and master. Colossians 3.20 says this, Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. If you're a Christian here this morning, if you're 17, 18 years old, if you're seven years old, if you are a Christian, if you have believed in Jesus Christ, what you know is, is that you ought to be pleasing Jesus. You, your desire in your heart is that you should want to do what Jesus wants you to do. And this morning, what he's telling you that he wants you to do is to obey your parents. Now, this is important, kids, because some of you that are older are already starting to realize something, and that is this. 
your parents aren't perfect. Your parents aren't perfect. One, they're limited. Like they're just, they're created. They don't see everything. They don't know everything. And secondly, they're sinners. So not only are they just creatures, but, but they're sinners, which means sometimes your parents do and say the wrong things. Sometimes they make up rules that may not, may, may not be the best rules. Sometimes they may punish you and say, you've done something wrong, and you say, I really didn't do anything wrong. They, they don't really know the whole truth. But guess what? If you're a Christian this morning, children, if you, if you want to please the Lord, if you want to do what God wants you to do, you obey your parents even though they're imperfect. This is really important, especially for you older teenagers, because you, you're starting to see, oh, my parents are so stupid. Well, first of all, you're not honoring your parents. It's a dishonoring, disrespectful thing to say. But I think what you probably mean by that is my parents are wrong about this. And guess what? Your parents may be wrong about it, but that does not relieve you of your responsibility to obey them and to honor them. Your parents may not come up with the best rules. They may get it wrong. They, they may be wrong. It may be okay for you to hang It may be okay for you to go to that party. Nothing, nothing would happen. But because they are your parents and because you're seeking to honor Jesus, you obey them whether they're right or not. Jesus, then you obey your parents whether they're wrong or, or not. So the question for a lot of you kids about is Jesus your Lord? Is Jesus your master? Is he your king? Is he the one that you're obeying or are you, are you your own king? Are you deciding what you're going to do or not going to do? And that's the, that's the deciding question in, in all of this. Thirdly, this morning, children, and, and on the bulletin, we notes on there, so maybe you can follow along with this. This is the third point this morning. Children, obedience is the right thing. So let's look back at, at the verse again in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. What's next? Who's got it? We got it over here? For this is right. This is right. Now, since God is the creator, he's the one who gets to tell us what's, what's right or wrong. Some of you kids, when I was a kid, I liked to make up games sometimes. And I would make up games. Me and my brother would make up games. And of course, when you make up a game, what do you get to do? You get to make up the rules, right? You get to be the one who decides how the game is played, right? Well, well this is what you need to understand this morning. God is the one who's created this world. He's the one that created me, and he's the one that created you. And since God created us and he created this world, he gets to make the rules. And so it's telling us here that, that this is one of his rules. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. God is the one who gives us the rules. He's the one that tells us what right is and what wrong is. And he has said that obeying your parents is the right thing to do. So for some of you older kids, maybe, maybe you've begun to kind of get out on Some of you older kids are driving. And so just consider this. When you get out in the car and you, you start to go somewhere you've never been before, do you just decide to go whichever way you feel? 
Well, you know, like, I, I'm going to go this, this way. You know, that's where I'm headed, but I'm just going to, I'm going to make whatever turn I feel like making. Well, if you know anything, right, you, you know that you're not going to get where you're going by doing that, right? If you just decide to turn whichever way you feel like. Well, that's the way that life operates, kids. You don't get to just decide to do whatever you want and however you feel at the moment. If you do, you will end up in this life. You need to listen to the commandments of God. You need to obey His commandments. God is like, for us, a, a GPS system. His Word is like a map. When I was writing this, I was thinking, a map. And I'm just thinking... Most kids probably have not used a map. Like we, like I, I grew up and we started taking trips and I was 14, 13, 14, and I, I got to be the one who got the atlas out and helped find the best route, right? Kids don't do that these days. I don't even do that these days, right? We, we have GPS. So you need to think about that. God is like the GPS system. He's the one that tells us, take this turn, go this direction in life. And, and if you don't do that, you're going to end up lost. God is the one who makes the rules. He's the one who gives us the directions. So the reason that you should obey your parents this morning, kids, is not just because of your parents. It's because God is the one who created us and God said this is the right thing for you to do. If you want to please the Lord, if you want to follow the, the, the commands of the Lord, then you will obey your parents. Now thirdly, this morning, children, obedience is the pathway to God's blessing. Obedience is the pathway to God's blessing. So look at verses 2 and 3 now. So he gave us the command in verse 1, and now he's actually going to quote from the Old Testament. This is one of the Ten Commandments. You all know the Ten Commandments. So this is one of the Ten Commandments from the book of Exodus. So children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right, and this is how we know it's right, because God in the Ten Commandments said this, Honor your father and mother, for this is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you, and that you may live long in the land. So uh, th this is the promise given. This is, this is the command. Obey your parents, honor your father and mother, and now this is the promise that comes with it. God gives a promise in, in, this, uh, in this command. And the promise is that if you do that, you will experience God's blessing. Now he says there that you'll live long in the land. Kids, you probably remember from, from the Old Testament, you remember when Moses brought the people out of Egypt and then God brought them into the promised land and he gave, he gave them the, the Ten Commandments. God said to the children of Israel when he brought them into the land and he gave them this nice place for them to live, God said to them, if you obey me, I'll bless you and you will stay in this land and I'll protect you from your enemies and I'll make all of your crops grow. I'll give you plenty to eat. I'll let you have lots of kids and you will be blessed in this land. That was the promise that God gave to them. And that's what God is, that's what Paul is telling us here. So this is interesting then, isn't it? God is saying in this passage that his continued blessing on them was dependent upon children obeying their parents. Now for us adults, sometimes we think about the children 
of Israel and we think about their sin and we think about adults who are sinning against God. But this command from Exodus 20 says that their continued blessing in the land was dependent upon children obeying their parents. That's really important. That's, that's how, how much God holds accountable children. We, we think, well, they're just kids. It doesn't matter. God understands this. He's 13 years old. God understands 13-year-old. You know, God understands what they're like. We'll just kind of forget about that. But no, God said your, your continued living in this land of blessing is dependent upon your children obeying me. Read this again, Exodus 20, 12. Honor your father and mother. This is the ten, one of the Ten Commandments. Honor your father and mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Your continued enjoyment of this blessing is dependent upon honoring your father and your mother. Now, why would it be that? Why would God put such a great importance on children obeying their parents? Well, it's because of this, because if God wanted these children to grow into adults who would obey Him, and children who obey their parents grow into adults, if those parents train them, who obey God. Children who obey their parents grow into adults who obey God. That's the connection. God wanted the children of Israel to continue to obey Him and to keep His commandments. And He understood this. He understood what, what so many people in the world understand. You've got to get to them when they're young, right? You've got to teach them and train them at a young age because children who reject the, the, the authority of their parents are going to be adults who reject the authority of God. So children, listen, this morning, God has given your parents a job. And that important job to teach you what it means to follow Jesus Christ. He's given them the big important job to train you about what is right and what is wrong and to point you in the right direction. And if you don't listen to your parents, you're not just disobeying your parents, you're disobeying God. So listen to what um, God said in Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Um, Let's read, let's read it verse 1. Now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that your God commanded me to teach you, that you may in the land to which you are going up to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God, you and your sons and your son's son, by keeping all the statutes and his commandments, which I command you all, this, all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you in a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, you shall love the Lord your God with your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. And you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. Children, your, your parents are commanded here to teach you the ways of the Lord when they're walking with you, when you all go on a walk, when you're driving in the car, when they're taking you to school. They, they should be 
all the time teaching you the ways of the Lord. But do you, do you see, parents, let me talk to you for a minute. Do, do you see how this is connected back? He's saying, I'm telling you these commandments that it may go well with you in the land. And so it's very important that you, that you teach these to the next generation, that you talk about them. It's gotta, he says it's got to be on your heart. It's got to be on your mind all the time. And you've got to teach them to your children. If you fail to teach these things to your children, then you're not going to pass it off to them. And they're going to reject the commandments of the Lord. Parents, you have a great responsibility this morning. And children, you have a great responsibility as well. You have a responsibility when your parents are teaching you to listen to what they're saying and to obey. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. So this is why it's so important. You know, one of the, the surest ways, children, for you to get have trouble in your life. You know, a lot of kids like you grow up in church and you grow up hearing about Jesus and the ways of the Lord, one of the surest ways, and young adults, let me really talk to you right now, young people, 16, 17, 18 years old, one of the surest ways for you to bring just problems into your life is to reject the counsel of your parents. Your parents are trying to instruct you in the ways of the Lord, and I've just seen it too often. I've seen it over and over again that children grow up and they don't want to listen to their parents, and by extension, then they don't want to listen to God. They want to marry who they want to marry. They want to hang out with who they want to hang out with. They want to go where they want to go, do the things they want to do. And as a result, when they turn around in their, in their late 20s, early 30s, they've got all kinds of regrets. They've been divorced. They've got problems in their life. There are all kinds of, uh, of difficulties that have come into their life and it's as a direct result of not listening to their parents who were trying to point them in the ways of So if you're, if you're in that age group and you're starting to make your own decisions and you think, I don't want to listen to my parents, I'm going to go my own direction, I'm just going to warn you right now, you may, be, you may bring destruction on your life. You may be bringing all kinds of bad things into your life. And so you need to remember that. I was just doing some... Uh, training for, for counseling here recently. And uh, in that training session, was able to sit in and, and listen uh, to, to a counseling session with somebody that's been counseling for a long time. And uh, a young lady came in. She was probably in her late 20s. And her marriage is falling apart. Girls, her, her marriage is falling apart. And before she the counselor told us, he, he said, this, this girl is really sad. Uh, a lot of people told her, don't marry this guy. This is not the right guy for you to marry. This is not a good decision. But she didn't want to listen, and she married him. And now she's sitting here in her late 20s, and she's about ready to, to get divorced. She didn't want to listen now, but, but now her marriage is falling apart. Listen, young girls, when, when your parents tell you, when your dad tells you, this may not be the right guy for you, you should heed his instruction. At, at least listen to his counsel and under consideration. Young, young men, when your parents tell you those are not the kinds of people you need to be hanging out with, those are not the directions you need to be going in your life, they're not telling you that because they don't want you to have any fun. They're telling, that, telling you that because they don't want you to wreck your life. Obey your parents. Honor your father that it may
God's blessing. To you kids uh, this morning. And, and that is this, you know, the reality is you have already disobeyed your parents. I disobeyed my parents. We all disobey our parents. Uh, young girls, you, you, you may not listen to your parents. You may marry the wrong guy. Young men, you, you may fall into sin and you may rebel against the Lord. But listen, this is what you, you need to understand this morning is that Jesus is the only son who always obeyed. Jesus was a perfect child. Jesus always did what his parents told him to do. He, he never disobeyed. He never rebelled against them. He, he never kind of lied to his parents and got away with anything. He, he always did what his parents wanted him to do. And more importantly, he always did what his parents wanted him to do. In John 6, 38, he said, I haven't come to do my own will. I didn't come to do what I want, but I came to do the will of him who sent me. And do you, do you know what Jesus did after he lived a life of perfect obedience, always obeying his parents? After that, then Jesus died on the cross. And the reason that Jesus died on the cross, kids, is because he was dying for me and for you. Because we're not perfect children. Because we do disobey God. Because we have rebelled. So this is what you need to know. You should your parents it's the path of blessing. It's, it's the right thing to do. It brings honor to Jesus Christ. But this is what you need to understand. As you fall into sin, and as you maybe even mess up your life, you need to understand that, that God is like the, the father in the story of the prodigal son. That he always open, and that because of Jesus Christ, you can always come back and find forgiveness. Always find forgiveness in Christ. Really, as we close this morning, to exactly why you need to listen to your parents. Because the greatest concern that your parents have for you, children, this morning is not that you're a perfect child. They know that you're going to sin, they know that you're going to mess up. The greatest concern that your parents have for you is that you trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior. Kids, whether whether you're seven or 17, your your parents want you to believe in and trust in Jesus Christ so that you will be saved. Because, you know what, you can mess up this life, and you can marry the wrong person, and you can hang out with the wrong crowd, and you can get into trouble, a lot of trouble in this life. But listen, there's, there's an eternity after this life. This life is only just a, a breath. It's only just like a vapor. Have you ever seen uh, water, and, it, and it's real cold outside, and a little vapor comes up off of it? It only lasts for a second. That's what the Bible says your life is. Right now you think you've got a long time, but your life is like a vapor. It appears for a little time and then vanishes away. And there's an eternity after that. And the greatest concern that your parents have for you is that you believe and trust in Jesus Christ. If you will give your life to Christ, if you will believe in Him and trust in Him, He will save you and forgive you of your sins. And that's what you need to do this morning. If you've never... What I, what I want to encourage you to do, maybe if, if God is kind of showing you that you need to do that, you need to talk to your parents today. Don't wait. Don't, don't wait another day. Don't wait another minute. Talk to your parents today. If after church you want to come up and talk to me, come up and, and talk to me afterwards, and we can talk more about what it means to believe in and trust in Jesus Christ. I really want to encourage you to do that.